0: Welcome to Audible Interlude, a G.I. Joe podcast. I'm your host, Dave West, codename Phantom Troublemaker.
1: I am your co-host, Noel Wood, codename Crapshoot. And I am your Cobra intern responsible
2: for Whiteout. Codename (laughs) Legion Cub, why am I here?
0: (laughs) Uh, You can follow us on Instagram at Audible Interlude Podcast and on Twitter at Gi Joe Audible, uh, please feel free to interact. Drop us some notes about the show. If there are things that we do not know, we would love for you to tell us the things that we do not know uh, or that we got wrong. We are not perfect, but we are enthusiastic. Uh, please check out the Needless Things YouTube channel. Tons of stuff went up there lately. Uh, there is a review of the Super Seven, uh, excuse me, Super Seven Rescue Sled, uh, which we'll be talking about in a minute. Uh, as well as four different reviews of the new Valiverse Action Force figures, which are out in people's hands now, and uh, have also gone up on valiverse.com for pre-order. And I will say, I recommend, if you're interested at all, uh, go pick one out, get it in your hands, and see what you think. I dig the line. I think it has delivered. Uh, So yeah, Needless Things YouTube channel. Uh, something that is not up there since it seems like the three of us are the only ones who are not getting bats and alley
2: vipers,
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I feel like every time I I haven't
2: been looking,
0: I I feel like every time I open up, uh, anything on the internet, it's a picture of yet another person who's found like a dozen bats in target I'm like, where are these places that don't have scalpers?
1: (laughs) No kidding. I'm just like waiting for the cadre of bats that I have pre-ordered from various locations to all just show up at once. Well, and and that's
0: buried in them. That's kind of what I'm expecting because I ordered, I've ordered them from everywhere that I could. And you have to be on top of it because sometimes like Hasbro pulse, will start processing something like two weeks before they ship it sometimes. So you can't cancel the order anymore. So, uh, you, you got to stay, stay on, on top, top of that, of that. I, I would hope that they'll either get them here first or somebody else will get them here soon enough because I don't need I need two for me maybe two <clears throat> excuse me maybe two for phantom jr and then an alley viper a piece for each of us but I'm not trying I don't need a dozen like a lot of people seem to
1: yeah a couple of them are, are good I'm, I'm going I'm going i am going kind of in with my cobra troopers and officers just because eh, i don't know i want to I, i want to have officers that serve a purpose so they have to have like a squadron to command um but with bats i'm good with just a couple of them same with alley vipers
0: and then of course uh we've got our python patrol bat and yeah, Python Patrol Vipers that are hitting <laughs> We Don't Know When.
1: Yeah. Oh no's excitement.
0: <laughs> no, I mean I, I like them.
1: I'm not gonna I'm not a completist and I'm probably gonna skip those.
0: All right. So we had uh every episode we put up a poll uh to hear back from you guys, <laughs> and that is on Spotify. So if you listen to us through Spotify somewhere in the interface there, you should be able to respond to a poll and a QA uh, if we do one. And Our poll last time was, did you back the HasLab Skystriker? And it was yes, no, or waiting for the last minute because it was not done when I put the poll up, Uh, although it was finished by the time the episode posted, I think. But whatever the case, uh, we got 100% yes back Mm -hmm. the HasLab Skystriker. So we have some listeners who are, I guess, just as uh, easily tempted as we are by classic old school Joe stuff.
1: I did wait till the
0: last minute. Shame on you. In. But, well, it, but really, here, here's this is an interesting thing that was pointed out about Has Labs is, you know, on the one hand, you have things like the Proton Pack, where they did an early bird deal where you got a set of accessories that you could only get if you backed it in the first like 48 hours or something like that. Uh, So there there's incentive to back as soon as you can. But then with other has labs, they've thrown in incentives late in the campaign when it looked like it wasn't going to make it. So if everybody jumps in and backs it at first, well, like let's say the sky striker had funded in like a week. Would they still have dropped the Cobra add ons? Like, I feel like probably you don't think so. Don't think so. Oh yeah, because wow cuz there were already yeah.
1: stretch goals they were still working towards they yeah. didn't as long they wanted to hit the 10,000 that's all they really wanted to hit
0: but that had to be in the works they had the mockups and everything ready like it 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 was ready waiting to drop but but yeah you guys so you guys think 100% no we would not i mean it wouldn't have been offered as part of the haslab
1: well they would have they would have uh, probably released those figures in some incarnation later on and it doesn't take very long to mock up some card backs uh, and put them up on the website. Tell, with tell with that to Malik. Commander.
0: tell that to the Star Wars team.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I want to get hey, I give a, a, a
2: quick shout out. Thank you, actually, to all the people who waited to the last minute. Because not really being a sports enthusiast, I now understand what they go through. During their games, because <laughs> that last couple of days, I honestly did not think it was going to go through.
3: Yeah. That yeah.
2: last day, the three of us were texting like madmen <laughs> as the numbers were jumping. And we it got was just, Oh my yeah. gosh! It was one yeah. breakthrough after another, and we got that was the most excited.
3: It was
0: fun. I have was- been
2: for a toy release yeah in a very 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 long time
1: well and so i was kudos I, I was to all tempted.
2: of you for making us sweat it
1: out i was definitely tempted by the last minute offerings of the cobra commander and the and the troopers that were offered i was like
0: that's gonna
1: i mean i, I was already leaning towards it but that was definitely gonna make it worth my while
0: well and it put i mean it 100 percent put the value over the top oh yeah mm-hmm so yeah great job by the joe team on that one uh can't wait to see this thing in oh a little over a year (laughs) but that's okay because we know it's coming it's just a matter of whether or not we live that long (laughs) uh okay so i mentioned super seven's reaction rescue sled this thing one of the greatest toy releases of the entire year actually I, i literally made it the number five release of the whole entire year. Uh, out of my top 10, but one of the reasons it was so great is it was available. The minute it was revealed, you could go and buy it. I had this thing in my hands three days after Super 7 announced it. That's the most satisfying toy experience I've had in years.
3: <laughs> uh,
0: it, it was, and, and on top of that, it's a great fun set. Uh, like I said, you can see the review on the Needless Things YouTube channel Uh, but getting it, realizing how much care went into it, how much fun it is sold me on. I'm not going to be a completist on the reaction figures, but I did run right out to books a million the next day and buy a bunch of GI Joe reaction figures, (laughs) uh, which I was glad that they had them in stock Uh, books a million so far. Everyone I've talked to that's near one. They all got them in like on the same day Uh, target. I haven't seen them at a target yet. I don't mm-hmm. believe anybody's found them at target yet, but you can order them from target uh, from, from the website. But I, I'll just say this, uh, you know, I, I had lot, we all had lots of opportunities to order the GI Joe reaction figures. And I just, I just didn't, I wanted to see them in person. I wanted to buy them in person. I wanted that experience of getting Joe's off the peg. And that's the way to do it. If you've got the patience, you know, if you don't care and you just want to order them, go ahead and do it. But like, Seeing them in a store, going through, figuring out which Cobras were, because I only wanted the H-back Cobras, because those are the Sunbow ones, right? Mm -hmm. Or am I getting that mixed up? Yeah, the H-back is the Sunbow. The Y-back is the comics, I think. But uh, going through and figuring out, because it doesn't say on the packaging, you've got to like hold it up and look at the back of the figure (laughs) and see. Uh, and also you can tell if you go to uh, super seven site, the different figures come with different guns. So the black Cobra trooper, the H back comes, I think, I, I don't remember if this is exactly right. The, the H uh, back comes with a pistol, the Y back comes with a rifle. So there are differences that you can tell that way if you go and look it up, but anyway, it was just so much fun. Going, I didn't pick up everything they had. I just got a few figures uh, that I thought would be fun to sort of put on the shelf beside the rescue sled. Uh, but but great stuff. And we'll talk more about that because we're doing a review of 2021 uh, today on the show.
1: Side note on that with your books a million, because I saw you posted that. I went to the same books a million. It's like, oh, well, that's where I could see them in person. I wasn't even planning on buying them, but I, I went in specifically to find them. And I now know that there's that section of toys that's not right in the front of the store. Because, oh yeah, that's
0: a little further back.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I saw they they had they had a multiple classified figures in stock that I hadn't seen on shelves in a long time or ever. They had a uh, profit director Destro, but I wasn't going to pay forty dollars for them. so I was like, all right.
0: But it's yeah. cool to see him in person. And that's what's weird is their Super Seven stuff is super regular price. Like it's yeah. it's seventeen ninety nine. But all of their Marvel Legends and Classified and everything else is marked way up. So it's really weird that the mass market stuff in there has a huge markup, but the direct market stuff is regular price, it seems. It's it's really strange. Uh, Okay, so we're going to continue on with Super 7 a little bit because we got another exciting thing. Uh, The second wave of Super 7 Reaction G.I. Joe was announced. And they're going to be here very soon. Their first quarter 2022, I would expect them, you know, right around the corner here and looking at the variety in this wave and how quickly super seven is announcing it and then getting it out because they'll be out, I think within a couple of months of being announced, which is not a bad turnaround. In my opinion, it's better than the six to nine months to a year to 16 months that we're getting with a lot of stuff now. You know. I, I pre-ordered figures in October that aren't coming out till next August. Uh, and I'm not talking about Super 7 style of pre-ordering, which I'm fine with, because you're part of the development process there. It's a different proposition than, hey, there's a new Boba Fett coming out in 10 months. Pre-order now. Like, don't even show it to me. It's going to happen whether I you know, pre-order it or not. So don't show it to me until two months out. But anyway, uh, so it, this made me realize just how important and motivating line support is to me, because that was another factor of me going out and buying reaction figures was seeing here's the second wave. Here's the weird stuff that they're doing in the second wave. <laughs> yeah. And if they're, if they're dropping them, we'll, we'll run down the list here in a minute. But if they're dropping things like this now, then they have big plans that are going to continue on. And this is something that I feel comfortable getting behind and not something that uh, I'm going to buy a few and then it's going to die and I'm going to stick them in a box.
1: Well, in sheer numbers, too, they're releasing so many more figures in these waves than most other Super 7 uh, yes. reaction properties come out. Like normally you'll see four in a, in a, in a wave. But we've gotten, if you count up each individual, one of those variations on those figures, I mean, there's dozens of figures that have been announced and or released at this point.
0: There, I think there were 16 in the first wave, and I believe there are 18 in this wave. Yeah. Uh, with all of the different variations in troopers. and Troopers. And what we've got, uh, Blue Shirt, which is the Sailor. They've got mustache, clean-shaven, and bearded, And then they've got the black, the uh, tan, and the Caucasian in each of those varieties. And then the Cobra Shock Trooper, which has listed as A, B, and C, and I think they have different weapons. Let me go back and look. I didn't bring this up because I thought I had all the information I needed, but I forgot about the old Shock Trooper here. But seeing this stuff... What does this do for you guys as far as, you know, oh, am I uh, with, with each little weird reveal? Do you get more and more tempted? Because I know like before I had before I even knew about the rescue sled and before I would bought any of the wave one, I knew I was going to want a sailor with a mustache because I can't not buy a figure of a sailor with a mustache. It's just <laughs> something that's fun. Okay, so we don't have an actual description of the Shock Trooper differences right now on Big Bad. Okay, this one has a rifle. Uh, Shock Trooper C has a rifle. Uh, It says rifle for all of them. Uh, And then we've got the Game Master Toy Soldier, which is the bonkers weird release from this wave. Uh, Major Blood, Storm Shadow, Lady J, Duke, and then Arctic Bazooka, which is fantastic. Because I would love to have a whole set of Joes in their parkas. So you anyway,
1: the, you got to have the quick kick to go along with him and, and Arctic, uh, was it Arctic Alpine and bazooka that discovered quick kick?
0: Yeah. Gotta be, uh, yeah. And he's got to have a, uh, a frozen fudgy treat or whatever the yes. heck it is, which I imagine he he may well include knowing Mm -hmm. super seven although although they may save that for an ultimate release considering the number of accessories those come Mm -hmm. with but what when you guys saw this wave what was your response
2: holy troop builder yeah i mean honestly it, it no stone was left unturned if i was into reaction it would blow my mind and i would have to have every single variation that they're offering.
1: I think my first thought was, so we're getting nine sailors and we still don't have a shipwreck in any of these modern lines yet? But that lets you know that a shipwreck will be coming. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And And I think it's smart because if you get shipwreck, then a generic sailor becomes somewhat less appealing. I think to the... Now, we're, we're talking right now about a niche within a niche within a niche right?
3: <laughs> when we're talking
0: about G.I. Joe reaction figures. But to the general customer of a niche within a niche within a niche, uh, I think once you have shipwreck in hand, you're like, I'm good for sailors. So you put you these know, guys I, out first.
2: And, and I don't know if Super 7 was even... Thinking about this, but one of the things that did cross my mind is with the grunt, with the sailor, uh, if you are not a real American hero fanatic, if you are just an original 12-inch Joe fanatic, that's these guys.
0: That's a good point.
2: You can get your your three and three-quarter sailor that matched your sailor joe from when you were a kid and you don't have to worry about the rest of the line per se
0: and that's what super seven you know that is kind of their market too is while obviously things like the game master toy soldier focused at us you also do have your casual customer who's walking through you know a record store or whatever but then sees oh look it's a little gi joe army guy Oh, that's right. pretty cool. I'll get that. So they that should that put it on the package non
2: kung fu. Ah. <laughs> non kung fu grip. Say that <laughs> once. <laughs>
0: no kung fu here. Noel, what? Uh, what about your reaction here? Like, what stood out to you amongst the selection?
1: Uh, I like the, I like the idea of doing things like the Games Master toy soldier. At first, I thought that. When I saw the listings, I thought they were saying that the Games Master was going to be included. And that's a must. We have, well, now have a Games it is. Master figure at some point. 100 so, percent Yeah. Uh, so said I don't know if or if I do which, you know, which of these figures I may wind up buying, just because it's not something I'm collecting, but it's cool to see them. It just really is neat to see these figures out there.
0: And I think, like I said, with with the variety that they're putting out there. Uh, And once they do get into targets and more people get to see them, I think there will be a lot of, you know, I have no interest in these. But then once you see in person something like the Sunbow Major Blood, oh, man, that's a really neat major blood. It's different from anything else that's been done. I'd really like to have that one. And then you get that one. And then the next time you see, you know, the, the sailor. Oh, man, I like that sailor. I've already got that major blood at home. I mean, it's kind of dumb to just have one. Like, that's that's how this stuff works.
1: Now, here's a question for you. Okay. Do you think that this will these will benefit or they'll be hurt by not being in the toy aisles at targets? Because they're going to wind up being in the specialized yeah, toys section. I know.
0: Uh, and I'm, I'm torn on that in general because I think there are things in the collector section that would be better off in in the toy section and i don't to be honest know what the benefit is well and here here is my problem
2: i i I don't know if if your all's targets are like this but at least the one that is closest to my house that is where all the funko pops are yes that is where all the dc Mm -hmm. McFarlane figures some of are Well, ours, it's where all of them
0: are. Ours, some of them are in the toy aisle, and some of them are back in the collector section, and I don't know how they make the distinction.
2: I I just figured it was like an automatic loop that that all parents make now, is that you you go through the toy section, and then you head to where the Funko Pops are. And
0: and that's where I have no perspective on this, because I collect so many different things, and, mm. and so does my son now. That that is our loop, but for... I even
2: noticed that ours, um, the last time I was there, the new Marvel three and three yes, quarter figures, that's where they're putting that, those. That
0: are only $10, by the way, and are, and are pretty fantastic little mm-hmm. figures. Very comparable to Super 7s, but I get yeah. it. There's a difference in the market. There's a different difference in the production. They are not the same product, though they may appear to be. Uh, and plus the fact that Hasbro had no interest in doing G.I. Joe in that style, so it's not happening anyway.
1: Plus, you got to figure licensing is going to be a lot easier for a company like Hasbro to license Marvel stuff. They've got a much bigger reach. Yeah,
0: you know. their, their yeah. background and history are already there with Marvel. Yep. Uh, so anyway, this Super 7 reaction it's blowing up. I think it's fantastic. Uh, I have not I, he, unfortunately, with the figures that I bought, I have run into the same problem I run to every time I buy, buy reaction figures is my intent was to get these, open them up, put them on the shelf beside the rescue sled. But the packaging is so beautiful. I haven't opened. I can't bring myself to open them yet. Yeah. And I, I still intend to. But darn it. Well,
1: and they, they not only are they they look so good in the packaging. They are so well nested in the packaging. It's not yes. like if you had a like an O ring figure that's just wobbling around in there. These are solidly in there, and they don't move. And so they really make great display pay, display pieces. And th- that's the other thing too is like, well, if I buy these, I'm not going to open them. So do I do I just want to take up wall space with Super Seven action right. figures?
0: Right, which what kind of lunatic would do that? <laughs> <laughs> I, I will not post the picture of my reaction wall. Uh, but having, again, to go back to the rescue sled, because I did open that and review it, There's so much fun to fiddle around with. they uh, just that there's something really fun about that format. Uh, very appealing the way that they're sculpted, the aesthetic, but... We've talked plenty about Reaction. Obviously, there's more to come from Super 7. I can't wait to see the next vehicle slash playset or whatever they do. And that Rescue Sled answers our question about are they going to do vehicles? Are they going to expand beyond just figures? They already have. It's done. So the next question is, is the next one right around the corner? Were they waiting to see how this did? What's the deal? And, you know, we'll... Uh, We'll keep everybody in as informed as we can.
1: I have some I have some wish list things that I really hope that they get me to check off my list there.
0: Yeah, we'll uh, probably next episode we'll we'll touch on that. We'll maybe do a little reaction. We'll we'll get really deep because Super 7 obviously are big fans of the deep cut. So we'll we'll jump into some more deep because we already did list some sort of wish list stuff from them. But I think we can get even deeper and come up with some more specific things. Uh, in other news, listings were found for retro cardback Baroness and Lady J. Uh, the price point and the dimensions suggest that these are six-inch figures. So, and and in theory, they should be hitting literally any day now. We don't know if they're Walmart exclusive, but the listings were found in Walmart's system. Obviously, the prevailing theory is that these are the, you know, we've all been expecting what Marvel, or what uh, Hasbro has done with other formats like Marvel and Star Wars, where they do big six-inch scale card backs, their reproduction of the original toy line. And I think that's kind of what we've all been expecting for the 40th anniversary here. The question is, what are the figures going to be? When you guys saw this, what was your first thought?
1: Yeah, good question, because both the Baroness and Lady J are pretty, you know, uh, uh, you know accurate uh, versions of them. I, I, know, I realize that we've seen Lady J in a lot of different forms. Um, I don't know if they're going to do her in like a neon green flight suit or if they're going to do something more like the, the Sunbow version of Lady J for this. Um, but the Baroness, I mean, you can tweak her a little bit, but the Baroness figure we already have. And I presume that these aren't going to be new sculpts. These are going to be recolors for the Walmart exclusive line. So if it uh, is
0: Walmart exclusive, which we don't know for sure. Well, yet. that's
1: true. That's true. We don't. I think that was what was speculated at, at first. It, this is going to be a Walmart line.
0: It could very well be a fan channel type thing uh, or like the new Fantastic Four retro wave that's everywhere. Mm-hmm. We, we don't know yet, it's true. Uh, but apparently there are two other figures uh, that they weren't able to nail down who they are, so there are four total figures in whatever this is initially.
2: I, the only thing that keeps going through my head because my very first thought was Hasbro already knows that that Lady J unfortunately is not a hot seller. Every so,
0: Walmart I go to has a dozen <laughs> of that Lady J figure, which is a shame yeah. because I think it's a really great, it's figure. A great figure. And Targets too. Yeah. So.
2: So what, what would make her different? Because I, I still know actually some classified collectors who do not have baroness. They are not going to pay yeah. secondary market prices for her. Well, and so,
0: a lot of people just don't want the motorcycle.
2: And mm-hmm. that too. So they don't want to pay
0: I, the 40 bucks for a $20 figure and a big hunk of motorcycle that not everybody loves.
2: So I'm wondering if sort of like to what, you said Noel is will this be lady jade coming with the sunbow accessories will this be you know like how they i I can't remember if it was the 50th anniversary where she actually came with the satchel full of the um the other gavelin pieces thank you like will is is that going to be the selling point that gets people to finally buy her
1: I I heard one theory, which I think would actually work really well, because when the original classified figures came out, they were kind of reimaginings, you had that more like modern stuff that kind of tied in with the video game look, and then they kind of course corrected there and things started looking more like nostalgia based stuff. If this is something where they're going to divide out the nostalgia stuff versus kind of the new concept stuff and maybe keep classified keeping towards the new concept stuff. And then for, if you want more nostalgia type figures, you use this retro wave and the figures can be in the same scale, but could just be kind of different variations on a theme.
0: I'm hmm. going to go ahead and say, I don't think that's going to be the case. Uh, I think the anything video game inspired, I think is, is done. I don't think they're going that route anymore at all. Uh, I, I just don't see it in the line, especially with the reveals That we're aware of that are still coming true uh because if we're getting a classic styled storm shadow the video game storm shadow never happened the closest we got to it was that arctic mission storm shadow which very clearly was going to see repaint maybe a little retooling and release in the main line and that never happened instead we got this classic style storm shadow so i i think the the original idea of classified i think is pretty much dead at this point and we're going to see things that are still updates but truer to what we expected uh initially as for these you know i really don't know i can't see them just re-releasing that baroness single card she'd have to have different tooling if she's supposed to be even a little bit of a retro style baroness uh And Lady J, I just don't know what you do to make her different enough. I mean, and and I guess you don't. You either give her, what, dark green pants and a lighter green top or give her the neon green. But it just seems like such an odd choice. But at the same time, these had to have been planned a year ago. Mm -hmm. So they had no idea. You know, at the time, probably not thinking that the Lady J that's out now would still be on shelves. Because the Flint, Lady J, and that Cobra Commander, that assortment really should have been gone by now. But because of distribution and everything, it's sticking around. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll find out. Uh, but whatever the case, I'm curious to see them. And, and I know, you know, I'm me. So when I see them in person, I'm probably going to buy them, whatever they are. Unless it's literally just the same figures in different packaging, in which case I'll very easily be able to say no. Uh, three zero has produced some very cool stylized one sixth scale action figures. We've uh, there's a Storm Shadow and a Snake Eyes that I don't know if they're out or it's still on the way because I'm not following this line too closely to be honest. It's just not one sixth scale is just not something that I'm into anymore. The price point has exceeded my interest level, but there is a three zero Firefly on the way. I'm going to have to get that one because all I've got right now is my custom firefly that I made years and years and years ago using some 21st century toy parts and it's not bad. Uh but they also announced other figures coming. Uh, I think Roadblock, maybe Duke, uh there there were an assortment. Gung-Ho I think might have been one Lady of them.
1: J, uh, oh, Lady thank J you. and Roadblock were the ones that I was Oh, that was it. I okay. confirmed. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um But yeah, I mean, three zeros figures are very, very cool. And for sixth scale product, the price is not bad. They tend to come in around 150, 175. And when you compare that to Hot Toys or Sideshow or whatever, that's that's a pretty reasonable price. And it's a great looking product. So whenever this Firefly goes up for pre-order, I'm going to jump on that um, uh, because I, I definitely got to have that guy on my shelf. Uh, I meant to go back and read this. Did either one of you guys read the statement uh, from Hasbro, sort of reconfirming their commitment to Joe? Things have been a little crazy for the last couple of weeks for some reason. I don't know why, uh, but I never got my I never got back around to reading that because I got through the first like sentence and I was like this This is boring. I I'm okay with somebody summing it up for me.
1: I did not. I just saw your note in there about Hasbro confirming commitment to Joe, and I. I was not aware of specifically what you were referring to.
0: Yeah, we're we it, it was on. Uh, we found this one on his tank, and it was just a statement saying that going forward, uh, more GI Joe, blah blah blah. I don't know. We're terrible. Uh, I'm a terrible researcher. Apologies to the audience, but honestly, I didn't need to read more than the headline on this one. And, and unless they're going to give me some reveals, if there are no reveals, I don't need the corporate babble. It's fine. <laughs> We'll, we'll just say we believe you for right now. Uh, and then a couple of little speculative things that I wanted to talk about. Let's say we get Snake Armor snake armor in Classified series or something like it. Would you guys rather it be true to the original Snake Armor, where it's actually this big bulky thing that goes on a figure? Or, and what made me think of this, is my son got the Hydra Stomper uh, for Christmas. The from the what if series the big robot Uh, Mm -hmm. have you seen this figure you know what I'm talking about yeah would you rather Hasbro do something along those lines staying true to the form of the snake not not literally a repainted hydrostomper but stay true to the form of the snake but give it like articulation and, and a little more exciting aesthetic than just the shell that would go over a figure
1: I'd like to see it still be a shell that can go over a figure and at the scale and with today's technology, you can make it a little less bulky than it would have been if you're just upscaling the original Real American Hero one. Mm -hmm. So I think you could make it work and where it can be a standalone and it could, but it could also clamp over a figure pretty easily.
2: I would
1: like to see it
2: still be clamp on armor. However, I'm going to disagree a little bit with Noel in that with the way that figures are made today with all the extra articulation that they have and the joints that they have, I don't think it, I think it would have to be so radically different. Like you wouldn't be able to have these solid leg boots that that snap over Um, because you would be required to take too many pieces off your figures like you know the knife holsters the gun holsters they they, the pocket protrusions on the classified figures stick out way further Um, so I'm just thinking of some of the problems the 25th anniversary figures had going in the snake armor where the snake armor legs couldn't stand straight yeah they had to do like you know spread out
0: so right they look like crazy legs
2: <laughs> yeah so as much as i would like it to be that way i think in order for it to look intimidating it it would have to be its own solid sculpt with articulation
0: i think they could keep the same general design but just streamline a little bit and just i cuz i'm just picturing what they could do with this big cool robot figure like some of the stuff that's come out in Marvel Legends, I, I, I really do think that could be something awesome. Well, if you uh, think then, about it
1: too, like especially in the Sunbow cartoon, I don't think they ever even referred to it as being like armor that you could put somebody in. They were just robots, not, they were robots, yeah. So they could use them as cannon fodder, which is where that came along,
0: which is where my next snake idea comes in. And I, I should probably save this for later in the show, but uh, think about how awesome reaction snakes would be. Don't even bother making them armor, but they're just big bulky, like because this would be based on Sunbow, so they would not be armor. So they've got the legs, they've got the arms with the different attachments, but they're big bulky little guys that go next to your reaction figures. I I just, the visualizing these uh, makes me very happy. I love the idea of a, a reaction snake robot. I think that'd be great. uh all right more on the snake later uh we're gonna wrap this up with o-rings we know we're moving forward in a big way with o-rings we don't have any details uh yet i would imagine by toy fair we're gonna hear a whole lot which by the way toy fair is still scheduled for february uh so we'll see what happens there uh but what what exactly and this is something that's come up a lot you know I, i get a lot of my ideas and inspiration from the his tank forums i think it's one of the best sources of information and and thought uh on the the internet as long as you know how to use the ignore feature (laughs) uh but you know with the o-rings there's there's a, a line of thought of if they redo the first snake eyes should he have swivel arms or should they do straight arms? Should they do anybody with straight arms or should everybody just have swivel arms? Should everybody have the neck that came along or should the figures that had the swivel neck originally only have the swivel neck? What, what degree of, uh, going, getting away from the original design are we comfortable with? And I'm okay. This is my personal outlook. I don't particularly... I don't want tons of extra paint. I don't want hyper-detailed sculpt. I don't want, like, extra wrist artic... I don't want any articulation that was not in the original line. But I would be okay with upgrading to the peak of the line. So we get Duke with the rocker head. We get the original 13. Well, I mean, they all got the swivel arms anyway, eventually. But give give them all the rocker head too. Like as long as it fits within the sculpt, uh, which I guess might be a little difficult because they so many of them have like the not turtleneck, but you know what I'm talking about the the collar that doesn't really allow for that neck movement. But where it's possible, I'm okay with that degree of upgrade. But I don't want more. How do you guys feel about this?
1: I'll let Neil, uh, Noel go first. So. With, with your initial question of what do we want from o-rings my uh, all it was was a gif of Gary Oldman turning around and saying everything because <laughs> I want because I want all I want I want ones that are just based on the original figures I want ones that are upgrades from the original figures um, you know I want a whole I want to walk into a Walmart and be able to see like an entire aisle full of GI Joe o-ring figures I'm not gonna get that I know no, that no. but that's what I would love to see again sure Um I'm actually, I'm actually fine with just doing redos of the original sculpts as close as you can get them with the different types of plastic we're using now. Obviously, there's, they're going to have to make some tweaks, um, but uh, as close to the originals as possible. But if if you got to kind of start from scratch on something, that's fine too. I I I won't be opposed to having a figure that has a different uh, a different bit of articulation on the neck or something like that, just because that's what they're doing as the standard for what you know for going forward because I'm sure there's some there's some baseline tooling that they're going to use for these, like when they're building when they're building the heads, They're going to use that baseline neck joint if they're doing a new sculpt for it, so. I'm, I'm fine with doing what you got to do to get as many of those on the shelf as possible. So,
3: Christine?
2: so. I am looking at these O-ring figures, and I I know this is not what they've shown us with the Sky Striker. I'm just strictly talking what I would like to see out of it. And I keep thinking, I want this to be the Motu classics of G.I. Joe O-rings. I want some, some... updated sculpting that uses today's technology with the most articulation that you can get that you're not um sacrificing the aesthetic of the figure for the articulation but i i want the the up and down neck i want the swivel arms on all the figures i I don't want to be a slave to now. What about
0: like wrists and ankles? What about added articulation that never existed? Because I'm I am against that. I'm
2: not, a, I'm not opposed to it. However,
0: when I do look
2: at the few original O-ring figures that I still have, I don't know how you add that articulation in with them without them all of a sudden looking like microman. And right. microman had, you know. Big old bolts in his wrists, um, or those really thin wrists that break too easily. So I I don't know how you could add that that to them without them becoming more like the 25th anniversary. Um well here's an easy though,
0: here's an easy answer to one thing. Um I'm looking at the renders for the Sky Striker O-ring figures, and they all because of how they're designed appear to just have swivel necks
1: well that's what i was about to say though all of the figures that we have gotten confirmed thus far all the ones with the sky striker as well as the snake eyes and the storm shadow they're all just swivel necks they don't have the ball joint yeah so that may be the that may be the standard going forward and i'm actually mm-hmm. fine with that i don't think that the ball joint neck adds that much more play value to it because it's not really that much more poseable
0: right Well, and those ball joint necks uh, have a tendency to become a little loose in some figures, whereas the swivel necks, like, if they do become loose, it's a matter of this, not a matter of, like, Kurt Cobain syndrome. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Now, what about, obviously, we now have confirmation that Sunbow and and, uh, Marvel are planned to be a part of this line what about the release would we prefer to have chronological releases or do we pepper all eras throughout each you know we have to assume there will be waves of some sort so would we want if there's a wave of six to have you know an 82 or 83 figure a 90 figure uh, a sunbow figure and and i th- I would prefer an assortment. I would rather there yeah. be variety within the waves
1: i I would probably prefer the assortment and I think that if if anything we have been taught with all of our favorite nostalgia toys coming back they they don't care about the original the original release dates. they just release the more popular characters as at first and then fill in some gaps later on
0: and and just to play devil's advocate though, here is the problem with a wave that consists of short fuse, candy, uh, battle core stalker (laughs) and you know, whatever is how long will it take to eventually have a set of the originals? Will the line get far enough? So we at least have one era completed. That's my concern with doing it the way that they're probably going to do it but i think what we have i think to it's do, doubtful because i
2: i think like noel said you're if if you're working at hasbro and you're in that meeting room and you're going short fuse or bazooka right who who does the the average person know more bazooka so, So short fuse isn't going to, if we get a short fuse, it's going to be way later in the line for those hardcore fans that are sticking with it. It's going to be like GI Joe collector's club.
1: Grand slam or the seventh different version of snake eyes. We're going to have to release in this, uh, in this series.
0: (laughs) And, and that's, that brings me to kind of my final point about this is I think uh, as collectors, we're going to have the most enjoyment and the most success from this line as we look at it as what it truly is a new line, a new collection, a separate thing moving forward. This is not, uh, it's not a, an extension of, it didn't kill modern era. It's not an extension of O-ring. This is the new three and three quarter inch GI Joe line going forward. Uh, it, It doesn't, you know, If it fits in with your O-rings and you want to do that, that's fine, but I'm looking at this as Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow are going to be the first two figures of this new line. I'm not looking at it as I'm adding them to my existing lines. This is a new collection for me, and I think that'll be a good way to sidestep any potential you know, disappointment or, or raised expectations or whatever, look at it as this is a cool new thing that we get to collect and enjoy and whatever they give us, it's cool because it's GI Joe O-Ring stuff.
2: But all you battlecore 2000 GI Joe fans out there, you're getting ready to be new adventures heat, man. Oh if yeah. You're going to cry all you want. We're probably going to get one figure in the next 20 years if we're lucky.
0: And and really, nobody in Battlecore is as cool as Optic, so it may take longer <laughs> than that. <laughs> All right, you guys. Uh, anything else you wanted to bring up while we're opening the show? Then let's move on to our review of 2021. <laughs> So after a rocky start, twenty twenty one really probably turned out to be one of the biggest, or maybe not biggest, but best years for GI Joe in, in a long time. Years, yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to throw ever out there, but definitely a a, a big big year. So we're going to talk about it. We're going to give twenty twenty one a little bit of a review here. Uh, I want to start with something that I kind of alluded to earlier when I was talking about the strength of the reaction line and how. As toy collectors, we've learned over the years that it's very possible we're going to get invested in the line, get really excited about it, and then it's just going to die. And that's kind of what happened with these Walmart retro exclusive figures. Uh, They they kind of stumbled out of the gate a little bit. I, I can't say I was super excited about the releases. But then at the end, our last four releases that we got, the Cobra Officer, the Cobra Trooper, Stalker, and Grunt. I really, really liked those figures a lot to the point where if you guys remember, I said, you know what, I've started a Menton card collection of these, because as this, as this line goes forward, I think I'll really enjoy having Menton card samples of each of these great figures that are all sort of matching an aesthetic, and, and like I was just saying, are a new line going forward. I think it'll be really exciting to try and collect these mint on card, which is a dumb idea for anything that's Walmart exclusive, <laughs> but I have no shortage of dumb ideas in my life. Ask my wife. Uh, and then w- within days of me making that decision, they announced that uh, the retro line is, on I don't hiatus. think they said, yeah, on hiatus, on a hiatus, on hiatus. <laughs> So, with that line essentially being complete now, because we can translate that corporate speak, uh, looking back at it, how do you guys feel about what they did?
2: I'm crushed. I was. Because
0: that's your style.
2: Yeah. And even though those first few waves were like just re releases of. 25th and 50th anniversary figures um, being a, you know, seeing G.I. Joe vehicles on the shelf again yes. was awesome. Yeah. Um, they were hard to get, but not impossible. I mean, obviously, that first wave was impossible to find, but it it didn't feel as bad as, say, like the Target classified exclusives. Like I knew if I hit enough Walmarts, I would eventually find these figures. And to your point, that last wave, they were so good to, to the point that even now, when I've stopped by a Walmart, if the Cobra Trooper or the Grunt is on the peg, I have gone ahead and picked it up. So I think I, I have like four or five. I've these. got
0: multiples because I look and I say, well, obviously I've got my mint on card ones that I got, but they they just look so nice.
1: Yeah. When they, and they clearance them recently too online. since you guys the link yeah. where they yeah. were selling the, the troopers for like 10 bucks. So it uh, gives you even more of an incentive to troop build them at that point.
0: So I, uh, to be honest, you know, I, I feel for what, whatever you want, modern era, whatever you want to call this style of figure 25th, 50th, this, this super articulated four inch figure. I feel for the collectors who've been in it for that. And then look, I'm one of them. I mean, I've got a whole wall of them behind me. I love that style, but I, I am a little more broad. I love anything with GI Joe slapped on it. Basically. Uh, except, except for those, uh, those f- things that preceded the mighty mugs, not so much with the mighty mugs. <laughs> I can do without those. Uh, uh, I have, although, I have, some, I, I have, have them. Mugs. I have them, but I'm just saying I don't I could I could put them in a box and not ever look at them again. But uh, uh. this wasn't a bad way to go out though, because you got tons of troop builders on the way out. And I think, you know, reflecting back, that's that's not such a bad way to end it.
1: Yeah, so, and I, I was I was as you were saying thrilled to see vehicles back on the shelves again, and that was the that's the thing that that hurts the worst. And I'm and I'm hoping that if they are doing O ring figures that are still at a similar scale, they will put out some vehicles as well, since they still I, yeah. have access to a lot of those molds, and they they've shown they're willing to retool or even create brand new molds, as we saw. I know I know that the overall consensus on the Fang was not good, but like I was happy to see GI Joe a brand new sculpt of a GI Joe vehicle out there because it, it meant that they're willing to do that. Like the, the, when I was, when I was sitting there with the awe striker, putting the stickers on it fresh out of the box, yeah. I was like, this is, this is the best thing that I've, I've been able to do with toys in a long time. So it's a
0: little slice of heaven, being able to put yeah. that vehicle together, be able to put the stickers on it. Uh, yeah, it, it will. It is unfortunate that we won't see that at retail. Uh, and honestly, you know, I'm sure this isn't their intent, but I mean, they could probably continue just the vehicle and figure sets if they wanted to. Uh, but considering how many histories I see on shelves,
1: telling you, I'm I, waiting for the day that those all go on clearance. You know, I know, I can just, me too. I can get a windfall see, of them. They disappeared down here. <laughs> I, I thought
2: it would be this, you know, the same thing because when they first hit, they were just sitting.
0: They're and still right before
2: Christmas. It was like
0: tumbleweeds. They're still all over the place here, and as soon as they get, I'll, I'll, as soon as they get under twenty bucks, <laughs> I'll buy a few, mm-hmm. uh, because I'll paint those treads black. I'll paint because I, I want to custom. I want to have fun. I want to customize them. I want to do some crazy colors with them. Uh, I saw somebody online had done a uh, Python Patrol hiss. Oh wow, a custom one that looked really cool. Uh, I think there are a lot of really fun things here. I'll go ahead and put it out there because I may never end up doing it. I want to do a hiss painted like the G two Megatron. Ah, oh, yes. I think that would be killer. So I, I want to grab I heard one of you those. Like those do that. colors. Yeah, I'm kind of a fan of the purple <laughs> and green, uh, but I think that would be a really cool look. I think there are a lot of really fun things you could do with a reasonably priced hiss, and it's so basic that you know you the you treads you treat separately in the body. You just take the canopy out and it's, it's this big, solid kind of one color mm. thing. There's a little bit of taping to do, or if you want to do camo or whatever, but it's like, it's a pretty easy piece to customize, I think. So I'm, I'm excited to hopefully get a couple to play around with. Uh, so uh, super articulated four inch, whatever you want to call it done for now. Uh, you know, some point, maybe back. And in the meantime, you've got Marauders and uh, Eagle Force Returns and other options out there to play with. Uh, Cobra Island, special missions, Cobra Island, done. And while we are moving forward with the Python Patrol and uh, Tiger Force, those already have been more, none of them are out yet but they've already been easier to pre-order and, and in theory, obtain. Uh, Cobra Island, I think we got a really great selection of figures. It's a cool subset unto itself. Obviously, there was far too much frustration involved initially, but by the end, you could pretty much hop on and pre-order or order all of them whenever you wanted. I don't think there were any... That were you you just couldn't get. Like I think by what's late summer, early fall is maybe when they just started coming in and you could go to Target and catch them pretty frequently.
1: I, I did not have that experience. I never was able to land uh, either the Cobra Island
0: uh, trooper or Viper. Um, oh no, yeah, the Viper. Um, well no even the viper because i feel like every time i went and looked something new was in stock like it rotated pretty regularly i can't think of anything uh beachhead firefly uh baroness came in and out all the time i feel like w- w- with me checking pretty regularly everything online was coming in and out of, out of stock
1: there were and- a lot of them I, I did see it like i saw the firefly going in and out of stock i saw the the Baroness. I wound up getting her online, but a lot of them, I just never did see for sale. I don't know if they went up and they were just, they were gone so fast.
0: Well, I had a number Uh, of opportunities to get the Viper and I didn't because I bought, uh, I initially bought four, two for me, two for my son with the intention of when I found them in stores, ha ha ha, getting a couple more. But then, then I made the decision that I'm not going to troop build any classified figures. Mm. uh unless they have different looks like the bat um, but yeah, I even saw the Vipers up. I, I feel like online they mostly solved it, but we never saw the big presence in stores mm-hmm. that I kind of expected when they said that they were going to take care of the distribution problems. I I never saw
1: with with the exception of that week and then that other week that there were a bunch of breakers in the stores.
0: Yes. Which
2: yes. I still have never seen a breaker in in the store.
0: It just, I, yeah, the, I the saw. Scalpers them. Got them. like Noel said, the the week before they came out, and then like a few weeks later when well, they, they showed up on clearance, clearance yeah, <laughs> and then that was it. That's the only time I ever saw them in stores. They were never plentiful either. I never saw barbecue in store, um, and and what? Meanwhile, online people see like a dozen of them on an end cap, Mm
3: -hmm. uh,
0: never saw vipers in a store, never saw firefly in a store. Um, I I would say most of the Cobra Island, I never actually saw in store. Uh, but you know, I don't care if I see them in store, as long as I can get them, as long as I can order them online, I don't care if they show up in a store or not, as a matter of fact, I'd rather be able to get them online. That's much more important to me because I'm so over hunting for things in stores, uh, especially in scalper heavy Atlanta. It's just not, it's not fun at all. Yeah.
1: But there is still something about walking into like, like like, like the day that I walked in and found that major blood.
0: Oh yeah. Finding stuff is great, but that happens so infrequently. uh, and, And also part of the magic has been taken out by the fact that we do know about everything a year to six months in advance. Now Mm -hmm. there is no more walking into a store and seeing some new thing that you had no idea was even happening, which is another thing that made super sevens rescue sled. So special is it's, it's the closest approximation to that feeling that I've had. in in, since I can remember, it was like walking into the store. Oh my gosh, there's a new toy. I didn't know about that. I can buy right now. It was very similar to that.
2: For some of the figures especially in classified. did the promotional photos of them look really good yes is the figure that i saw on the shelf look even better which got me to actually buy the figures because originally i was not i i was staying away from classified i i really you know wasn't a six inch scale person um I was going to go with the super seven ultimate versions. And then uh, one of my friends um, at dragon con gifted me the Baroness. And when I opened her up, I was like, Oh my gosh. I mean, I I know from all the pictures in your review, like she looked great online, having her in hand,
0: totally different experience way. Yeah. I was
2: like, I am good with her. Like, I love this. I'm going to have a lot of fun, but I'm, I'm not taking that leap. And then when I saw Flint in store and I I could really just see the detail in that sculpt on his face, I was like, oh, this is it. Here we go. So I, for at least me personally, being able to see them on shelves and hold them in my hand and, and have that kind of, of connecting moment with them is... is what got me into the line so i would have loved to have had more opportunities to just walk in and see you know a cobra trooper on on the shelf as opposed to you know five cobra commanders
0: Uh, yeah and you're you're right uh that's a really good point that it is important to still get these into stores because not everybody is a freaking lunatic who just orders everything that goes up. A lot of people do need that convincing to get it in hand, to see it in person. And that's a different experience, which is why so many times in my reviews, I'll say, you know, this is great, but you need to get your hands on one. Go, go find a masters of the universe origins figure or an action force figure or whatever a 112 collective like get one in your hands and then you'll you'll get what i'm talking about
1: well and even i wasn't convinced because the first figure i even found in person uh besides the duke and the scarlet which i passed on uh was the uh the cobra commander the mainline cobra commander release and i i opened him up and i was i was very underwhelmed and i said i'm on a shelf and it wasn't until i got a couple of other figures later on that i was like okay i'm really starting to dig this line yeah like i that's one thing i'm in the in the uh, eventual retro line i'm really hoping for a classic cobra commander figure that looks like the sunbow yeah. or at least like the figure so that we can you know get a real cobra commander figure in a main line somewhere
0: they they definitely need to revisit cobra commander and i think the retro but it's got to be a completely 100% new tooled figure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I think is possible because if you look at, again, if you look at Hasbro's other retro style lines, you know, there are a lot of repaints, there are a lot of straight up repacks, but there is also new tooling, brand new figures. Like there's support for that in the other lines. And this one, Hasbro's not paying any licensing on. So there's the potential, I think, for a lot more upgrade in whatever this is going to be than there might be with Marvel or Star Wars.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, so Cobra Island offered a, a lot of frustration, but also a lot of pretty cool figures. Uh, Snake Eyes Origins. We did our movie review. I encourage everybody to go back and check that out. We went into it with pretty open minds, uh, hoping to be entertained. And I have you guys watched it again since then?
2: I have I haven't had a chance to but if it hits like a Netflix and Amazon Prime yeah. I I will rewatch it. I I enjoyed it.
0: I grabbed the Blu-ray. Um, it was on sale for like 7 bucks or something on Amazon at one point. So I was like, "You know what? I, yes, for 7 bucks, I want to see the special features. I want to see uh i just i just want to have it i like to have a hard copy i like my physical media Uh, i watched the movie again i haven't gotten into the special features yet but i enjoyed it actually a little bit more the second time because my expectations were no longer a factor uh which granted i went in like i said with a pretty open mind the first time but the second time like i knew more what i was getting into and was able to kind of just sit back and really more savor what it was offering because I already had an awareness of where it was going and what it was doing and what the story was. Uh, and I, I found that it it held up and that I, I even enjoyed it a little more. So I, I still think it's a really fun movie. Is it the GI Joe I wanted? Is it the GI Joe I would make? No, but it's, it's a fun flick that has GI Joe on it. And I think, you know, that's, that's not a bad thing. If you look at uh, plenty of other franchises who don't have a single Decent fun movie to their name. Uh, as far as the toys go, uh, they're pretty much done, is my guess. Uh, if you didn't grab that Scarlet, grab that movie Scarlet, one of the best yeah, figures of the entire classified series. She's still she's 11 still bucks on Amazon. Amazon.
1: Yeah, 11 yeah. bucks right now. So, yeah, I, I, I haven't, but uh.
0: phenomenal deco. Uh, the head sculpt is the best Scarlet head sculpt we've seen. Uh, her crossbow is one piece, it does not fall apart. Uh, which is a great improvement, which is a strange thing to have to say. Uh, but I, you know, I still dig those movie figures and, and I think the, the more basic figures that came out, I've, I haven't bought any of them because they, they don't, in my opinion, they don't work with classified, uh, but they do look great. And for the value, I think you're getting a really great toy. So if you're just looking for cool GI Joe toys, those motorcycles and those basic figures with the night creepers and everything else, uh, they're they're still out there. They're still on pegs, and they're still pretty cool. And I, and I think they
1: made a night creeper. Let's just yes. wrap our heads around that. <laughs> well,
0: not the most surprising night creeper news of the year, though.
1: <laughs> yes, that's true.
0: What what? Noel, what would you say is the most surprising night creeper news of the year?
1: Oh, them showing up in the Book of Boba Fett episode <laughs> one.
0: <laughs> I was a little shocked by that.
1: Not and and like it's not even. It, I can't even chalk it up to coincidence because that right. little sword he's got coming out of his back is the same one that comes with the figure it's it's
0: pretty wild <laughs> uh so so we can assume if if and when they do uh black series figures of those uh, Joe fans will be buying them by the do a little
1: customizing put putting little uh, uh, camo urban cam- camo pattern on the legs yes.
0: Uh, all right. Any, any more thoughts about origins, toys, or the movie?
1: I haven't seen the movie again. I'm sure I'll watch it again once I see it, like available uh, on a streaming stream, service or something. Yeah. Yep. It
0: was uh, fun. Then moving on, uh, we will talk about really one of the big winners of the year. I think is Super Seven. Uh, we've got reaction and we've got Ultimates, but reaction is really mind blowing, and and what's <laughs> this is what's so funny. I made these notes prior to the release of the rescue sled. And one of the questions I had was, Do we think vehicles and playsets are happening? Well, that question has been answered now. <laughs> but what was really fantastic is that this line was announced and made it to market in the same year.
1: And I mean, look, like, and not just like within the year, within just a few months. Yes. Like, it it yes. was not a long gap.
0: Uh, Super Seven, you know, are known for for loving deep cuts. Uh, they adore the the franchises that we adore. They get deep into the nerd stuff, and the reaction line is showing that. I think we've probably already talked enough about it. Uh, we certainly, you know, talked. It got me once again. It got me, which is really no big accomplishment for a toy line, I guess. I'm like I'm like the low bar collector. Like, Hey, we, we sold some figures to Dave West. Oh, good job.
3: (laughs) That's a tough
0: one. Uh, But ultimates, we haven't talked about a whole lot yet uh, in the episode. And that was another one where they, they got teased and we had a little bit of speculation and then they got announced and then they got revealed. And with that reveal, you, you, once again, you know, we know what Super Seven does as a company, but it's still to see it in rendered form, confirmed. Yes, guys, we know what you want. Here's your Sunbow accurate Super Seven Ultimates figures that will, will by the way, that will stand on the shelf alongside your Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Ultimates, your Andre the Giant Ultimate, your, you know, every other Ultimate line they do, your major wrestling figure podcast Ultimates. They're all going to stand there together looking like the best examples of what they represent that you're ever going to be able to get your hands on. If you need to have lady J fight Tanahashi, this can happen now. Finally. Christian, what I know you're, these ultimates were. I'm still picturing you
2: actually not in the cave, but in your backyard with all these ultimate
0: figures crossing over
2: like we did in kids
0: and i'm so amused and i'll dude i've got so i've got thundercats i've got toxic crusader i've got ninja turtles i've got ghost and and uh king diamond uh and they all it's going to be an ultimate section because unlike marvel legends black series classified series ultimates all share the same aesthetics they all yeah this it's like reaction it's yep. it's a line that shares aesthetics that just has different characters and brands from all over. So I'm I will have it will be an Ultimates section. It's not going to be you know G.I. Joe Ultimates with my G.I. Joe stuff.
1: I had even doing the Alligator Alec- from mm-hmm. Transformers.
0: I, the, those Transformers Ultimates are insane. Yeah. The stuff <laughs> that they're doing in that line. Like I don't even know what half of them are.
2: Yeah, there's some I, pretty I, con- I contemplated canceling my Cobra commander pre-order when I decided to go all in on classifieds, um, but I haven't because I still, <laughs> I still think like that is the ultimate representation. Like that's the Cobra commander that I want on my shelf. So yeah, once, you can once hear
0: the voice coming out of that figure.
2: Exactly. He's the only one I pre-ordered. Um so once once they get in, you know I'm I'm still excited for him and
0: and you know, once all you the reveals get that for one,
2: two were impressive.
0: Once you get that one in your hands, you will order the rest.
2: Let we'll see because I've been all in on the Silverhawks
0: line. Oh, oh wow, that's okay. My jam. So, okay.
2: So um, we'll see.
0: <laughs> Noel, where are you with the Ultimates?
1: Uh, well i i mentioned that i pre-ordered the lady J, uh as a gift for my wife eventually um who who doesn't listen to this podcast it's okay i'm not <laughs> revealing anything um but uh but I, I i may wind up having to get that bat um eventually it's uh it's still one of those things that i think about every now and then
0: yeah, and, and of course I had to order two because of the variations in design. Because I mean, you just you can't help it. You you got, I've got to display the damaged one and the uh, the regular one. I have to. Uh, so Super 7, Super Seven Ultimates Wave One should be hitting the first quarter of this year, or is it June? Well, I think it moved back to June. I say move back. It might not have even moved back. You guys don't even understand how many pre-orders I have that I've got to keep track of well, what's yeah, coming. I know, when.
2: I know they did an update, what back in I think it was like October, where they were like, Oh, here's everything that was supposed to be out this year that's now leaving the factory in November. So that means January.
0: Okay, it is but June. But it could be
2: it is June. Okay. Wave
0: one is June. Uh wave two is just third quarter so we'll see how that goes and those are those are big bad dates. Or uh, yeah,
2: still or yeah still 2022
0: um those are the dates from big bad so if you order direct wave two or
2: chitara first
0: i bet we get the gi joe ultimates wave two before we get chitara that's that's my guess because i think i think she's already i don't think i can get there too quickly. Um I believe she's already fourth quarter 2022.
2: Did they push her back that far? Okay.
0: Yeah, let me, I'm checking right now. Oh, no, no. It's saying second quarter 2022. Okay. So, yeah, she she may be right around the corner here, just a few months away. Uh, and you know what? I'm glad they went back and redid it. I would rather oh, wait longer. Sure. I'd rather wait yeah. longer for the figure to look right, which is one yeah. of the reasons I like Super 7. Yep. Uh, all right so moving on mezco decided to dip their hyper detailed soft goods covered toes into the gi joe waters uh with roadblock and destro uh actually went up for pre-order i prepaid for both of them because i'm already a big collector of 112 collective uh not a completist by any means but i i buy what i want from that line and I've got to have the best roadblock and the best destro that will ever be released. Uh, they showed a firefly, it has not gone up for pre order yet. And that's that's kind of all we got.
2: Yeah, that one's all you.
1: Yeah, uh, they, they're really cool, but uh, there's a limit to what I can add yeah. to my collection.
0: I, I believe me, I understand the 112 collective is for next level lunatics and not definitely you have to be special kind of crazy to buy any of those, to be able to justify any of those. Uh, And then finally the classified series, which I mean, look, going back to Cobra Island, I've got everything. Eventually I was able to get everything except of course, for the alley Viper and the bat, which I'm still considering 2022 releases. I don't care who got them right before the end of the year. They're 2022 releases, uh, you know, it's, it's been frustrating. A lot of the figures have, have caused a lot of, uh, gnashing of teeth, but in the end, they're all behind me. I got them. No, nothing. There's anything, even the, uh, the pulse con exclusives, uh, the Destro and then the regal. Cobra, or not uh, Regal, the Taco Supreme Cobra Commander, or whatever the heck it was <laughs> uh, from last year. Like, I've Ooh. been able to get everything. Uh It's not been pleasant, but it is what it is. And looking at the collection overall, uh, I wasn't against the more sci-fi video game-based looks in the beginning. But now that the line has expanded, now that they've changed direction, now that they're giving us Uh, faithful updates I do prefer that
1: yeah Uh, I I was not so that that was when they first launched and I saw those as I mentioned before I saw the roadblock and the Duke in stores and I was like yeah and it wasn't until they really started paying homage to uh, older designs that uh, they got me hooked
2: uh, again, I, I'm gonna be the one out of left field. Uh, I was not a fan when I saw them and saw those designs initially. Like I got it; I understood why they were doing it. Um, but I will say, I I got the re-release. Uh, you know, the roadblock version two with the green vest. Yeah. Um, and
0: well, uh, technically, roadblock version. three Three. four four because there's roadblock there's field what is it called field duty or whatever
1: the cobra island one that was the well there's the cobra
0: island one but then there's the repaint of roadblock
1: yeah oh i
2: forgot about the. and then there's the heavy
0: artillery roadblock yeah so they're technically four different roadblock figures
2: but i even though his his massive gun doesn't fit in aesthetically with the look of the rest of the Joes on the shelf. There's something about it that he has been, even though I've not posted any photos yet, he's been one of them that I've had the most fun posing and putting into situations.
0: Okay. So, so are you talking about the repaint of the first roadblock or are you talking no, about, I'm heavy talking about the
2: green, green vest?
0: The Gatling roadblock gun that
2: comes with no—it's like the giant space age. If, if, if any of you guys play Overwatch, it reminds me of the gun that Zarya has. It's like the just big two-handed.
0: Yeah, that's the that's the first roadblock, and then they did a repaint of that one. That's uh, it's a very Why subtle. Was I
2: thinking that the it's a very subtle roadblock was the first one.
0: The which one? The G1 roadblock was the first one. No, that was that was the fourth one that was offered.
2: Uh time. <laughs> yeah, it's it's <laughs> tough. Well, and it's hard to keep track
0: of all the roadblocks that have come out in the yeah, Joe classified there's, there's series. There's been a lot.
2: One of the things that has pleasantly surprised me with the classified si- series is there are figures that I could take or leave in the original line that in classifieds, the updates to them have made them some of my most favorite figures. I mean, I, I thought I could totally, like, green vest version roadblock is my least favorite roadblock of the original line, and yet I'm loving him in classifieds. Duke, I always thought was a boring character, and then once I had him in hand, there's a few, like, I production flaws, but other than that, again, just, I'm so happy I have him. He just looks so great, and I can't, imagine myself without him same thing with flint so kudos
0: yeah and you know what i take it back i have not because there are two things i'd still like like casually like to have because they also did repaint my the very mild repaints of duke and snake eyes and i i have not seen those and i Mm -hmm. would like to get those because snake eyes doesn't have the little red on his forehead and then the duke uh his his uh colors are toned down a bit i haven't seen them in person so i don't know the exact differences but here's an interesting thought at this point in the line do they have enough of a parts library where they could make a more traditional duke to put on one of those retro cards like give him different pants and boots
1: you could probably you could probably yeah. feel something use, like use breakers yeah or the flint uh maybe the flint That's torso I was thinking.
0: yeah yeah yeah, because
1: I've
2: seen enough people that have taken the vest armor off of Flint, so that he has his more G one
3: right, look. right,
2: and and it's you know they didn't go the classics route where the the that ab area is just smooth and plain like the whole thing is sculpted. Yeah, mm-hmm. so.
0: Just a little little something to think about is how much could they achieve? And again, I'm sure the customizers already could answer this in two seconds, but how much could they achieve uh, with that retro line just from repainting the parts that they already have? Which is probably, this. that's basically what I'm expecting out of that line. Uh, So Classified Series, been a lot of fun, offered a lot of great stuff. And 2022 is looking to offer even more uh, we've seen leaks we we know a lot of the things that are coming you know the first half of the year uh but we know what five six figures coming the first half of the year that seems a little light doesn't it we've yeah. got storm shadow spirit crock master alley viper cobra officer and the bat uh and then uh, the three target exclusives outback the python patrol uh, and then thing.
1: there's a little rumor about a serpentor and air chariot that may or may not have been accidentally spilled by a uh collector's case maker oh really yeah um that's something that's popped up in the last day or two is uh there's apparently a listing for a, i can't remember the name of the company but they make collector's cases for some of the other classified figures in box and they uh, they apparently released uh, some notes about one called Serpentor and Air Chariot. Oh wow! Yeah. Well, let's hope that that one's on the uh, on the horizon. Oh man,
0: what a! I can't wait to see a classified take on that. Now, would we want that as part of the classified line, or would we want that as part of the retro 40th anniversary line, or do we care at all?
1: Well, if the retro's just going to be a single figure on a card, then I want it in the classified. I, with, yeah, with if that's the all Chariot, they're
0: doing, right, yeah, right. But I if they're the- if they were going to do a giant box that looked just like the old Serpentor box. How awesome would that be that versus be cool. versus the classified window box? Yeah. And I mean, I don't keep anything in the box, but I got to say if they were to offer that Serpentor in giant retro packaging, I'd probably have to buy two. <laughs> and we all know how impressive that is for Hasbro. Uh, all right any other thoughts about 2021 looking back at the year? I know we really haven't talked. We, we don't talk about comic books a lot on the show. That's because none of us are really following, uh, any, anything that IDW does, uh, that could potentially change in the future, depending on what kind of news comes out. Um, anything well, else? I mean, know that the,
2: the, they, you know, the announcement IDW has lost the license
1: for both GI Joe and transformers. Yeah.
0: And, and we don't know if Hasbro is just gonna let that go if somebody else is actually gonna no, pick it up.
1: Image. No, uh
0: yeah. oh, Robert image. Kirkman really
2: Robert Kirkman, I know oh. has picked up the G.I. Joe license. So now is um, it is
0: it skybound or image yes, or doesn't even matter. So skybound. Yeah. So
2: um I've picked up a few issues of the G.I. Joe comic here or there in over the past year, um, just when I saw announcements of like, oh, you know, they they added this new character, blah 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 blah. Um, I'm tempted to see what Skybound does. Are they going to? Oh, I'm more
0: continue? than tempted because if you are remember, are they going to
2: start? You know, is are they, are they going to go the Devil's Do route and be like, okay, this much time has passed, so we can start telling our
0: own stories? My guess um, is a fresh start but using mm-hmm. all of the elements that we know. But if, yep. if you're... Robert Kirkman is a name that I would not have thought of, but that gets me very excited because he loves G.I. Joe. If you yes. remember, he did a whole set of Walking Dead figures in Tiger Force colors.
2: So he apparently, at, at least from what a lot of the comic sites were reporting when this got announced, he has been after this license for quite a while.
0: I believe so. That.
2: So I, I think that it was an aggressive push and that i I think idw did great things with it i mean god knows years ago i was reading they had some great ideas yes um so let's you know it's when a property lands in the hands of someone that is still has that super passion for it it has the potential to not only bring in new people but reinvigorate things and not seems stale.
0: Well, and another thing to consider is how powerful Robert Kirkman is in the world of television. Yes. So that's that's an exciting development that somehow completely slipped under my radar.
1: And remember we still have a Lady J series that is was rumored months months ago. We have a we have a Lady J
0: series that has not been announced as dead
1: that's right <laughs> on hiatus so oh, who, knows? who <laughs> knows maybe that's maybe that'll help it get onto uh, onto our screen soon
0: well we got to have a whole lot of fun uh, in 2021 with gi joe uh looking ahead the future looks very very bright uh but the immediate future you guys we got to do a segment
2: And now it is time for Instruments of Destruction, where we look at a GI Joe or a Cobra vehicle uh, across all of the mini media in the Joeverse. And uh, this episode, I wanted to talk about something. I, After seeing all the hype around the bat, when it was announced for classified, it got me thinking about one of my, favorite pieces of Joe uh merchandise from when I was a kid that just kinda once the bat came out fell out of flavor and that is the cobra snake armor I this is one of the few pieces that I owned multiple times as I was a kid uh mainly because it was so easy to lose parts to it um but essentially, uh, it, so it was released in 1983 and it was a shell that went the... It, uh, use my words. The leg yeah. armor pieces could snap onto your figure and then the top half um, could just slide on top or you could snap it over it. Um, it but So that gave you some leg mobility The arms you could move up and down. And the other really cool piece was the arm had four different attachments to it. So you had a blowtorch, you had a machine gun, you had a rocket, and you had a claw. Um, In the cartoon, these were, it wasn't really armor, uh, sort of like what we were talking about before. These were were just mindless robots. Um, For me, at least, with my play style, it was always an armor. It it was always um, for Cobra Commander because he was too uh, chicken, more or less, and (laughs) did not want to get hurt when he went out into the battle. Um, But with that being said, the arm attachment pieces, while incredibly sturdy, it was like, there's a, on the arm itself, there is a peg. And then there was a black connector piece that went onto the peg and then your weapon snapped into that. So while it was incredibly sturdy, it was so easy to lose the pieces if they were not connected to your snake. So with me having a younger brother, I can't tell you how many times my snake armors ended up being just the pegs on the arms that you would connect the pieces
0: to let me ask you this cuz you talking about these pieces they're they're a softer plastic they're not they're, they're not, not a hard ABS plastic, plastic. Yeah, they're
2: like a rubbery plastic
0: uh, all of my friends snake armor toys were chewed on those parts Whoa. uh wow. and it 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 Eat an apple. Dis- it disgusted me <laughs> but I remember that specifically, they all had like teeth marks and were all chewed on. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No.
2: Now, um, I don't know if all releases had this, and I'm looking at Yojo, I see it there, which is what reminded me of it. Uh, it did come with a thinner piece of plastic, right? So if you didn't want to put it on one of your Joe figures, it did come with a thin piece of plastic that was almost like um, a, a flat legs with two tiny little nubs sticking out. So you could put this, attach the legs to that, and then the, the body fit over it. And it could stand on its own. It so, wasn't super sturdy, uh, but you could still play with it as its own thing.
0: So let me ask you this. When you were a kid, you knew that.
2: I did but I was also that kid even when it came to Legos if something came with instructions you had to read the instructions first
0: So did it tell you that in I, the instructions
2: I, I want to say it did otherwise I oh it know.
0: does yeah it totally I, does I don't
2: know how I would have known that it
0: said it says rubber stand so I, I was not aware. Of that, I thought I always used it as armor, always put it on a figure. It wasn't until I got the serpent armor in 2009 and opened it up, and it had this rubber stand in it. And I was like, <laughs> What is this thing? And my head just went,
3: Pow!
0: It was the Tim and Eric GIF.
3: <laughs>
0: and I finally realized, like, I don't have to waste a figure holding this armor up. I can put this thing inside and just have it standing there. Yeah. And I did not I did not realize that uh, when, I, when I was a kid. I don't even know what I did with the stand when I was a kid. I don't know if I threw it out. I don't know what I did with it. But I, I don't even remember having that, that piece.
2: That was one of the few pieces that lasted forever. I mean, I think because I did mainly always use it for armor, that piece was always in the toy box with right. like, the weapons and everything else. Um, so I think after you know my eventually, as I was older, when that snake armor became just the top piece in a single leg, when I finally got rid of it, I still ended up in one of my weapon boxes finding the the leg plastic piece. but they they made it for a couple years. Um, it was discontinued in 1985, but I, also seem to remember i think that it was readily available pretty frequently as a a mail order thing for um battle points
0: that sounds right to me too and and it doesn't it doesn't say anything about that
1: yeah i don't remember it being available as a mail away because i feel like i would have probably mailed away for it because i never had one as a kid Uh, And I mailed away for everything that I missed in, like, 83 and 84.
2: Maybe Um, I'm just thinking of the Sears catalog then, because in my head, like, I can see the, you know, the sort of stock photo that they used when they would always, you know, at the end of the catalog where, um, for the Joe figures, where you could order the stuff through mail away. And I just feel like I always saw the snake armor in there.
0: Um, yeah i i really thought it was a mail away too but i i i trust noel even more than i trust yojo.com
1: yeah i'm I'm not seeing it on yojo.com i know of course they did re-release uh recolored it for 85 right um and that one was really really readily available on shelves for a couple years as well um but yeah this is one that like i all my friends who had snake armor Their snake armor was never complete because it had so many parts that were so easy to lose, especially when you're out like playing with it outside. So uh, it wasn't until I'd say within the last year I finally got one that was complete for the first time.
2: Yeah. And growing up, uh, I actually never had a version one backed because. I had snake armor like it wasn't until my younger brother got the um, I think it was the version two, the orange bat that we finally had a battle Android trooper in our household and then after that whenever we would find them at yard sales obviously we we would get them. Um, But to me, the, the sort of aesthetic that I like, you know this, this big bulky armor. was just more intimidating than the humanoid robot um and also you can never go wrong with a figure with a flamethrower that's also my
1: favorite attachment i agree with that yeah i
0: agree with that 100 yeah Uh, this was
1: also 80 so 83 that was right before robot mania also blew up in mm, the u.s because you figure GoBots came out in late 83 transformers 84 you also had like max steel's robo force and you had voltron and you had a lot of others that all came out in that same like one to two year span we even had like real robots that you could buy to you know hang out in your house that we thought were uh, we thought we would never be able to afford because it cost 129 dollars back then (laughs) Um, but uh like this was kind of like right before all that hit and I'm wondering if it had come out like a year later if they would have just marketed it as a robot and not right. as battle armor.
0: Right, yeah. right.
2: Um, one of the other things I have not bought any, but but one, one thing I do enjoy doing is uh, looking at all the customizers on eBay who chrome the snake mm-hmm. armor in like every color. Imaginable. Um, I don't know why I'm so fascinated by it, <laughs> but absolutely, at least a couple times a week, I'm just going in and, and looking at snake armor uh, on eBay.
0: I wouldn't mind having a nice, like, deep gunmetal chrome and snake. Done, that would be pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, I Black, like that. Black Manager
1: has done uh, a few of them that are available. I'm Just looking right now, there's a bunch of them, and they're fairly cheap. Um, yeah,
2: you can get in. Well, that's uh, because if you sneeze cases,
0: on them, they'll break.
2: You can get the chrome ones cheaper than you can unchromed.
0: Um,
2: <laughs> which okay, but uh, it you know it featured in the cartoon. Uh, like we said, they were um, well.
0: That's the first thing I think of is, and I can't remember which cartoon it's in, but it's when they go into the cave. And they're facing the wall, almost like they have a rock camouflage on the back. And then they all oh, turn yes. around, uh, which which I believe might be from the first miniseries.
1: Yeah, it sounds familiar. I mean, I, I remember it, but I think it was for the first miniseries. Yeah, from that's, Mass Device. I,
0: um, I, that's what I visualize. But I think their biggest moment, probably, is in the comics when Dr. Venom puts Quinn and Snake Eyes. Yep. Into mm. the snake armors because it's also like a brainwashing mind control device in the comics because Larry Hama's is <laughs> a twisted genius.
1: <laughs> well, uh, the, and and it's it that way too. Like they, that's in the like the blueprints uh, of the original toy. So it's it's both you know something that your Cobra troopers can wear in a battle, but it's also a brainwashing device.
0: Ah, GI Joes are placed inside inside the snake. Its powerful sensors easily brainwash them into thinking and acting like cobras. There it is. You're right. Yep. Fantastic. I did I, when I was looking, trying to look up more
2: information uh, for this in the, um, I guess the Joe Handbook, uh, it it lists that the snake armor weighs seventy pounds has a maximum speed of 12 miles per hour, and its battery is 17 hours of continuous use. So for 17 hours, you can get your Joe to...
0: That's pretty solid. That's, a, some, yeah, that's some yeah. good technology.
2: I mean, it's a full day of work plus some overtime.
0: Now, have we, have then, we mentioned what SNAKE stands for? Uh, System neutralizer, armed cloaking equipment. Yeah, sure. the the good old let's just fake it out with a K.
1: <laughs> good old acronyms that they yeah. like to do back in the day.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah,
2: one of my one of my all time favorite Joe pieces. Uh, years ago, I got a complete one and is still on my shelf so i don't know something i would like to see in classifieds
0: yeah in whatever not knowing
2: we were going to talk about that earlier (laughs) it it absolutely i think is something that they could do to still bring it in in the price point of one of those motorcycles
0: but i i want it to look like i don't want it to look like those mechs that came out like late in the I think it was Pursuit of Cobra. Maybe do you know what I'm talking about? They were they were almost like, uh, Mm -hmm. oh gosh, what the heck was that? Yeah, eco, eco warriors. No, what am I thinking of? It it was a whole mech base. They were all uh, smaller scale figures.
1: Exo, exo warriors. Exo squad. Exo 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 squad. squad, It yeah.
0: Um, they they basically look like big exo squad, which was really cool. But I don't want the snake to look like that. I want the snake to look mostly like the snake yeah uh i I don't currently have an original i did when i was a kid uh but i do have several of the serpent armor because it was released uh on a card with a figure for a really good price in 2009 i think it was like 10 yeah 10 bucks 10 bucks on a blister card comes with a figure and the snake armor with all of the attachments, the, all, everything that goes with it, uh, bargain. I bought a ton of those. Matter of fact, I think I even still have some on the card because I believe this is one of the items that showed up at like Ross or something. Mm.
3: Uh,
0: cause a lot of the, a lot of the later rise of Cobra stuff just ended up at Ross. Uh, and these were, well, these were target exclusives. So I probably bought a couple at Target and then whenever later on, but yeah, I just I, you can't have enough of these in whatever color because this one is black. The 1985 repaint was black. They did a red version. Um, and
2: online was I was European. On patrol, which I think is a custom. Right? It's got to be a like custom. D- right? Any information about an actual release? But to whoever you are that made that. You have the patience of a god.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's the custom, there's a ton of customs of this out there, uh, which is you know, they're, they're very, very easy to find and relatively inexpensive if you want to like just build a, a collection of snake armor in different wacky colors.
0: Time to look into some purple and green snake
1: armor. Mm hmm i'm sure someone's done a g2 megatron snake snake armor. so at some point uh, yes, they had to have, absolutely
0: right? absolutely uh, all right well, uh, great choice one of the key smaller i guess vehicle slash accessory type things uh, definitely high profile in all the media uh and and just a, a brilliant great toy because not only is it its own thing as you mentioned, but it interacts with the figures too. So it really is like the best of every world as far as toys go. Uh, all right, guys, any last thoughts about the snake? Uh,
1: somebody, uh, Crimean's Creations, I believe is what they were called. They actually made a full size snake armor. Uh, the, finest, Lord. the finest acquired a few years back. So it, it has been seen at uh, several conventions throughout the Midwest and Northeast over the years you can see it on the on the finest facebook page
0: We need to get that thing shipped down to joe fest this year (laughs) get your picture now does it like open up because how cool would it be the finest is a charitable organization how cool would it be to have a snake armor that somebody could pay you know donate five bucks or whatever and get their picture in it like they're being brainwashed (laughs) like with the front taken off and just the sensors and everything
1: I know because uh, talking to the, I'm going to, I'm posting a picture of it here in the in the chat. I know from the, the people who moved it, talk, it's built out of plywood. It disassembled for, uh, for transport. Oh, and I, I don't see it right here. Put a person inside of oh it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. Now I think someone else, if I'm not mistaken, was working on building another one out of fiberglass, which would be a hundred times better. Cause it would weigh so much less. Yeah. And be so yeah. Much more sturdy. Um, but that's a very, very expensive creation. You got to yeah. really, really be into your craft. <laughs> then again, I know somebody who built a thunder machine. So, you know, <laughs> anything's possible.
0: Right. <laughs> all right it is time to wrap this episode up but before we do knowing is half the babble this is the segment where we each get a little bit of time to ramble about anything that we want uh noel do you want to kick us off this month sure
1: uh i was talking earlier and i'm posting a link in the uh in the chat again uh about uh Having like you know the, the itch to scratch being some of those cool vehicles that we were able to get during the uh, the classify or not class but the retro line at Walmart, and uh, something I've been seeing a bunch of just lately on Amazon uh, is this line called Elite Force from yes. Sunny Days Entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know if you guys have have you had any experience with these? Have you I've, actually owned any of them?
0: I believe these were in Target briefly a couple of years ago.
1: Okay. I I know that they sold something similar at Toys R Us a few years ago, but they weren't this detailed.
0: No, the ones that were in Target were absolute. Matter of fact, the ones in Target might have been a little bit nicer than this now that I'm looking at these close up. Not that these are bad, but I think the Target ones were even a step above these.
1: Well, a couple of these, like for instance, this Humvee is just, I mean, that's a great toy. The little PT boat they've
0: got. Um, well, on the Humvee, twenty-five bucks. I mean, yeah, that's that's a bargain. That's,
1: that's it. The price point too. That little boat with the, with the little raft and everything, twenty-five bucks. And uh, the figures look like they're you know they're of decent quality. But I honestly, I chuck the figures and just yeah. throw my joes in these things. So uh, I, I've been I've been debating whether I should uh, add a couple of these to the collection just to see what look, the quality's like.
0: Order order these, then order yourself some uh labels from uh oh shoot what's it called who does the repro huh toy hacks toy yeah toy hack put some put some labels on these make them joe vehicles they could look really sharp man
1: yeah so uh, uh if you're if you are if you're not familiar with them it's sunny days entertainment uh elite force is the name of the toy line you can find them on amazon most of them are re- readily available and they're like 25 bucks for most of these like deluxe class toys. So
0: 13 uh, bucks for, for kind of an analog to the Awe striker Yeah. Then honestly,
1: the, the, the armored
2: up Humvee, uh, I've seen people that are uh, uh, into the Marauder Task Force figures do uh, some detailed weathering and repaint on that and it, it scales in nicely with
0: them i'm looking at this elite force missile launcher and i'm picturing it with a a blue cobra paint job Mm -hmm. and i think that would look great there's there are a lot of possibilities here very cool stuff good uh good eye to point this stuff out i like it
1: yeah you know if we we, can We're not going to get all the vehicles that we so desire from these these lines, but especially if you're, uh, you know, looking for some more realistic military vehicles. But these are a good place to to get some cool customizing fodder and yeah, should have some fun with these.
0: And and for anybody that does toy photography, if you just want stuff to build up your backgrounds or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, have have your, you know, your your actual for real Joe vehicles in the front. But then have some of these in the back just to give it some depth. Uh, it'd be great. Uh, all right. I am going to mention something. So, Jada Toys, we know, has done some G.I. Joe stuff, uh, the little die cast figures, and they did the big remote control vamp that I never saw in store, but was pretty readily available from a number of online retailers. But Jada Toys also produces like pretty nice collector oriented remote control cars. Uh, I've got a 1989 Batmobile that they did that it looks fantastic. It handles very well. It's all rechargeable, like it all charges via USB. Um, It's a great little toy. It's 25 bucks. And it's probably, you know, it's not GI Joe scale, it's smaller than that. It would probably be. One thirty-second scale, maybe, but if they were to do some vehicles, some remote control vehicles with that level of detail, because it looks much nicer than that Vamp. And I'm not, you know, I'm not saying I'm not saying the Vamp is bad. It's just a different type of product. But if they were to do, because this this Batmobile basically looks like you know you go into Walmart and they've got the diecast toys all over, like just the collector diecast toys this is that level of detail but it's a remote control car it's just not die cast but if they were to do some gi joe vehicles in this style like i would buy a snowcat i would buy a stun i'd buy a hiss like they could they could do a whole range for 25 bucks each of joe vehicles i think that would be awesome uh and if you look up jada toys remote control batmobile Uh, you'll probably see the one I'm talking about because it was pretty widely available for a while. And I recommended it to everyone within shouting distance. Uh, But I I would love to see GI Joe get that kind of treatment as opposed to the big giant vamp that, you know, it looked cool, but I don't think a lot of people were super excited about it. I think this is something that if you got something that was a little more faithful, uh, it would just be a fun thing to have, I think you get a little more buy-in from Joe fans on those. They, they wouldn't interact with the figures, but they, they'd be a neat new range of, of items. Yeah. Who wouldn't want a little hiss tank driving super fast around your office or whatever?
1: <laughs> I feel that the hiss tank is a little top heavy, and that might not work the best as a radio control toy.
0: It would be a challenge to balance that thing. I think I they'd would, have to put I some. I would
1: almost rather have the stinger with, yeah, the, uh,
2: with the missiles.
0: Well, well, I'm just thinking because that like when you get into stingers and vamps and stuff, then it's it's a jeep. But when you get into like some of the more exciting vehicles, that's because uh, that's why that's one of the things that makes that Batmobile so special is it's a great remote control car, but it's a Batmobile.
3: Yeah, so I'm
0: thinking like I want a great remote control stun like or, or like I said a snowcat like that would be so cool. It'd be something different or havoc like. Some of the more unique vehicles, because they're, they're going to have to do the tooling anyway. So why not do the stuff that's a little more specific to Joe?
1: And, a, and, a, and an off striker would be very close to a lot of current.
0: Right, control right. Cars, little but it so give generic. us a remote control bug. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be great. That's what I'm talking about. That kind of weird stuff i think that would be an interesting thing look if super seven can sell a games master robot for (laughs) 17.99 yeah i think you can sell me a remote control bug for 25 (laughs) bucks all right christian you got anything i do
2: um i apologize in advance for possibly butchering this name uh but ed luce who is a creator of one of my favorite independent comic books Uh, lovable oaf, uh, recently took to his social media in the last few months uh, to say that he's rediscovered his love of G.I. Joe and has been posting a lot of fun stuff. Uh, But for those of you that are into G.I. Joe cosplay, I highly recommend go check out his Twitter because his bazooka cosplay that he did uh, back for Halloween is spot on and kudos to you. So I know the, the costume aspect of, of G.I. Joe, uh, besides the finest, we actually don't get to talk about a lot, uh, but this really stuck out to me. So I hope I'm going to be able to spotlight some more of you as the podcast goes on.
0: And what was that uh, What was that name or that handle His again? His name
2: is Ed Luce, L-U-C-E.
0: Okay. Awesome. Uh, well, you guys, we got to wrap this thing up. Uh, all of our music is done by Andy Sanford of electricminnowmusic.com uh, Like I said, you can follow us on Instagram at Audible Interlude Podcast and on Twitter at GI Joe Audible. And until next time, Yo Joe. Oh,